Welcome to the Ultimate Coach Podcast, Conversations from Being, inspired by the book, The Ultimate Coach, written by Amy Hardison and Alan Thompson. Join us each week with the intention of expanding your state of being, and your experience will be remarkable. Remember, this is a podcast about being. It is a podcast about you. To explore more deeply, visit theultimatecoachbook.com. Now, enjoy today's conversation from B. Welcome back. My name is Philip Batu, and this week we're being joined by one of the pioneers in the world of personal development, Becky Robbins. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So wonderful to have you here. Thanks, Philip. I'm so happy to be spending this time. So for, for the people that, that don't know you, I just want to say that um, who you are to me is someone who's really a master at seeing the opportunities in life. She, so Becky is the first wife of Tony Robbins and created this incredible thriving business Spent 14 years building the Robbins Research International Foundation, what we know today as Tony Robbins, and um, had a big change in her life. And today, she is a fabulous artist whose prints and originals are collected around the world. But what really got my attention was something she shared around her document and how that spoke to me which really initiated our first conversation. Um, so good to have you here, Becky. I, I'd, I'd like to just start by asking you, how did the Ultimate Coach book end up in your hands? Well, I believe in miracles. So a friend was staying with me. I had some knee surgery and she came to stay with me and brought the book to read for herself. And, and uh, she said something that, made me curious. She said, I, I, I brought this book and while you're recovering, I'm going to read it. I'm going to write a document from out of this book. And I said, what's a document? She goes, well, it's kind of like a roadmap for the future with my husband and I'm going to show it to him and then he's going to write one. And I said, okay, well, that sounds fascinating. So I, which isn't really actually how the document works, but um, <laughs> I found out but I ordered, so I ordered it. I thought I'm just going to order it and then we can both be reading it while we're sitting together. So I ordered it and the next day or two, um, Amazon delivered it to my door and, and that's how the book got into my hands. But as I was reading it, you know, there was this one story in there and I was, I was thumbing through it thinking like, I, I didn't realize that it wasn't Steve writing the book at first. I was just thinking like, this is, you know, and then as I was reading, I was thinking, okay, well, I'm reading, I was thumbing through like, okay, stories of his childhood. Like, when are we going to get to the good parts, you know, where Steve mm -hmm. is teaching me something, right? But then there was this one story, Philip, that I'm, I actually started to weep reading it because it was a story about, about a man that was going through some intense personal problems with his business and feeling like he didn't know, it was such a burden that he didn't know how he was going to get up from under it. And he was so depressed. And um, he was really had even thought like maybe maybe life isn't worth living anymore. He was married with two children. And so the story goes that he in the book, the story is that he um, 
his wife comes out and, and he decided to go jump into the swimming pool and um, just for a morning swim, I'm assuming. And, and his wife comes out and says, here's your robe, put your robe on. Steve Hardison is at the door. And he and Steve had not spoken. I guess they'd had some words between them like a year prior. And he didn't even know that Steve even knew where he lived. And Steve came to, to his door and came in and he, and he said, why are you here? And Steve said, I've been with you all night. I'm just getting chills saying that again. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the, and that I started to cry reading that because I thought, okay, wait a minute. Like who is this guy and, and, and how connected he is to people that he spends time with. And as I continued to read the book, I said to her, like, I, I have to talk to this guy. I wonder how I could ever talk to this guy. And she goes, well, I actually know someone who knows him and that, you know, maybe we would be able to figure out a way for you to, connect with him. Yeah. So, so, something, so, so here's what I'm hearing. Something happened in that story where you saw a possibility for yourself to be someone like that. Wow. That's lofty. I don't know. Is that, is, is, is that what your is, is that what happened? Like what is some, something woke up, right? You were, you were touched. So did you, did you, did you get to see that? That's, that's something that maybe some, at some point you've been what you wanted to do and you didn't do. And, and you recognize that that possibility is there for you. Well, I love that you're asking this question because, you know, holding my breath while you're talking about it, because I, uh, first of all, the idea that someone would be, would have that kind of compassion and would, would be able to feel it from a distance. And I'm, and I, I, I think we take inventory when we hear things like that, like, yeah. oh my God, could I, could I possibly have that kind of intuition? And I mean, I do about my children. Like I can feel when something's going on with them, they're like spooked by it. And they think that's spooky, mom. Like, like you always know when something's going on, you call me. It's like, of course I call you. But this yeah. was like a whole other level of humanity, humanity, yeah. serving yeah. humanity. And I mean, for the grace of God, it would be amazing to be able to have that kind of, to be able to be that tuned in. And with that comes like the kind of responsibility that I think is astronomical. Well, you know, I'm asking because I think that's truly the possibility that the book is pointing to and the fact that you had that experience. And I want to say I did too, that I remember reading that passage and being really, really moved and asking myself, you know, wow, um, in that moment, it, it was, it was my whole, the whole way I, the whole time I was reading the book that I was in and out of wow, this is incredible, to wow, I am incredible. And it wasn't really like, wow, I am incredible. It was more like a, holy shit, this could be, this could be me too, this is me. And that quality of just, not because I'm special, but because we all have that capacity for compassion. And it's not that this could, this is a book about me. It's, this is a book about humanity. And we all can be, we all have access to that level of compassion. And that's what I love about what you share in that story is I get to see that that's a possibility for every human being on the planet and that Steve is not special. And his whole book is designed to wake you up to that truth. I do think Steve is that special. <laughs> I think that but I, he, think, he, I know in, what you're saying. In, yeah, like what I want to say is in all his specialness and yeah. all his amazingness, 
he is unique. Yeah. There's no one like him. But he wouldn't, you know, from 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 what I know of Steve, he wouldn't want you to think that he's more special than anyone else. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And so many things that you've said I want to I want to reflect on because of course I believe that we all have the a capacity. Every every child born, every human on the planet has the capacity to to be great, to live in greatness. To um, and I think that it takes it takes such a commitment to leave like the story part, leave your stories behind, not operate out of your stories, you know, to not use those badges of honor or victimhood or um, or any of that. You have to you have to get so beyond that. So I know that when he when he says read the read the book as if it were about you. You know, that it took me a bit to try and understand what that meant because it because it wasn't about me. It was about him in the original version, you know, the the way I originally. Oh, me too. Yeah. And then I really get that. But then if I do it in bits and pieces, like I listen to it when I'm driving and I'll like stop the stop it for a minute. And pause it and think like. Think that it it, in that version that is it is about me, that it is about me when I'm at my when I'm at my essence the essence of who i am i'm not even going to say at my best but i would say when i'm con- when i am deeply within the essence of myself and i have instances of that i mean we all have glimpses of that greatness yeah. within us yeah. that we can that we get now and again for me it would be amazing to have it be consistent be a consistent version of that well it would be also kind of almost um on un- we wouldn't we wouldn't be humans anymore quite if we like if we were consistent operating only from that but i i mean definitely i get having more consistency to access that capacity yeah, yeah. i mean that's that's i i think that's that's what you mean as well like totally and that that's actually something that as human beings we can develop ourselves to to it, and it's and it's more of a, an undeveloping the the character that the story is, and you know when 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 you talk about those those moments where you just have those instances where you you touch the grace or that who you are you see you recognize yourself as a miracle, those are those are those moments and mm-hmm. and that's that's the truth when you see yourself beyond the story, right? Well, right. that's what's exactly. left. Yeah, and, and also it, yeah. I think those moments happen in sponta- in spontaneity. Like I, like as an artist, you know, I this is like welcome to my sanctuary. By the way, I'm in my I'm in my studio, which is really is a sanctuary for me. And and the the process I go through to paint, which is a long process, um, it's not just standing up there and painting. But the time I get there. That's a whole nother version of what I, you know, of being an artist to get to that place. I, I do tap into that, that there's no judgment. There's no, there's not even much thought going on. It's just like living in that state of being and letting like opening up and letting. So there's nothing in the way of just stuff coming through and being in the process of the art. Yeah. You create from a blank canvas. Yeah. Inside. In, yes. Yeah, that's it. 
And so then your whole art is whatever wants to be expressed and not even from you, but as you say, it's divinely sourced. So whatever yeah. divinity wants to be, wants to express, that's what I see when I see your work. Yeah. Thank you. So that's what I would like to, and I do sometimes like when I'm with my um, daughter's little boys last weekend, like and so present to that. There's no, there's no story about any, you know, no Becky past stories, no, whatever. No, I'm not capable stories or any of that kind of stuff doesn't even come up because I'm so present in, in the experience. I have a part of my document, which, um, that I, that I love is that, and I, it goes like this. It says, I am that this is the part where I appreciate this moment before it turns into a memory. I love that. Mm. Even right now with you, Philip, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. this is it right this yeah. minute. It's a, so appreciate this. I'm not looking at the time. I'm not thinking of, of anything, yeah. but this very moment. These yeah. are the moments that are so creative. Becky, you have a unique document. I feel that when the fact that we're talking was really first just being very impacted by your document, the way you certain things that have been described. Would you be willing to share your document here on, on the podcast? I would love to share my document here. Oh, I, I, would, I, I would love to hear it. So um, I'm going to give you the space to do that right now. I am the universe. I am that I belong here. I am one of a kind. I am made of God and I create magic in every area of my life. My life is a temple for my soul's growth and my heart is open wide. I am incredibly unique and incredibly beautiful. I'm a curator of epiphanies, a master of curiosity, and an expert at reciprocity. I'm divinely intuitive, inspiring, and present with everyone. I am capable and confident and brilliant, and I accomplish the improbable and the impossible with ease. I am that the universe inspires greatness within me. I am an intrepid explorer of life and the beneficiary of the majesty of my creator. I'm a force of nature and my imagination leaves footsteps for others in my wake. I'm here bearing witness to and shining in and as the glory of God. I am that this part is where I appreciate the memories and the moments before they turn into memories. I am wonderment and certainty in the yet as no, in the as yet unknown. I love that one. I'm devoted to the fun, fulfilling and spectacular financially abundant life I'm living. My art is divinely inspired. My, I am devoted to the care of my temple and I stand inside a living miracle. I am that no one is worthy of my judgment and everyone is worthy of my love. I'm a beacon 
of light and love and possibility. I am love itself. I am grace upon grace and my consistency compounds. I am that the divine intelligence and purest love has created my true beloved, including the timing of our union. I'm a lightning bolt for miracles. This is who I am. So good. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. You are that, Becky. Thank you. Thank you for that opportunity to do that. Yeah, well, I'm moved by by your share. And a couple, couple of things are really speaking to me that I, I want to explore with you. One of the things I heard you say is, I accomplish the improbable and the impossible with ease. How is that in your document? What has that given you access to in your day-to-day life? You know what's so fun about the document is that I, it, I, it's woven into my life in so many contexts. So, for example, I will weave them in like, the, like I am about the fun and fulfilling aspect of creating abundance because I am capable and confident and I accomplish the improbable or I step up to my easel and it's a white board and there's not room for error there. I mean, I yeah. have to completely focus. I can't, it's oil paint. So, and, and I, for some strange reason, unknown to me as yet, as yet unknown to me, I'm still in the wonderment of why I, why I come up with like images that this one wants to be painted. And it's so complex. It's crazy. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And then the, realization that I'm capable mm. and I'm confident and I'm brilliant and I accomplished the improbable and impossible. So I'm going to do it. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can there totally see that in, in your art. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so That's, fun to weave these things in yeah. and out or I, or I get into a, um, a place I'm reading in a book these days called the, um, freedom transmissions. And one of the things, uh, this is a new chapter in there. It's, it's a, a channeled book about Yeshua. And I was just hearing this yesterday about, about belonging because I, because the way that the phrase about I belong here got into my document is because uh, in my past, I felt like all my stories, you go through your stories and then you're all of that, the process of creating your document, which is in the book of being the ultimate coach. And then you, and then you figure out like, how are, how did those stories, the stories are all in there. I'm pointing over here because it was like the warehouse of all my stories and I'm going to end up burning down. And then, then how do I forgive myself, forgive myself? I was thinking I'm not the cause of all my problems. Like, Oh, wait a minute. I, no one on the outside could create anything that I didn't have some kind of participation in. And so um, that's another story about the grand Canyon. If you want to ask me later. But anyway, okay. the participating in my own in my own wreckage, you know, so out of that is just the forgiveness of myself. And then the true story of myself is I belong here. I belong here in the freedom transmission book. There is another twist on that is like. Is that I'm beloved here. I belong to source of all that is I like your belongings can create, a, you know, a, a burden for you. Like if you're looking at it that way, so it's just a little bit of a twist about belonging here, but I do belong here. And so that's been beautiful. Mm, so good. So we, we have spoken before and uh, 
I have seen your document before, and I've noticed a new addition. Um, I'm divine intelligence has created my beloved, including the perfect timing of our union. I don't remember seeing that. Is that something new? No, no, it's not something new. Okay, then I just I just didn't notice. Um, could you say more about that? Yes. Or, what, or anything you'd like to share about that? I'm just curious where, you know, what's behind that? You know what? I think for, um, for so many years, I mean, I think that I've been looking for someone to complete me. I mean, not, mm. not, and not in recent years, because I've been doing so much work on myself before, during and after my last marriage. And just like, so that, that um, thankfully, you know, that has been so good for me. In fact, there was a phrase that I used to say to myself. I haven't said it recently, but I, but it comes up for me um, in good times and not good times, which is I am that which thou art and thou art that which I am. And so I feel like I'm coming to the table now in the um, in the idea of being in a committed relationship with a beloved, which would be a whole different version of what, what's ever happened before, because I'm not because I don't feel empty. I don't feel like, oh, my God, if I don't ever meet someone like I'm having this feeling like mm-hmm. someone. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that someone's yeah, out there yeah. looking for me, you know, yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, we, we've both we, we've both gone through divorces. And um, since then, I, I have remarried. And I remember my mom asking me one day, um, what's different? I mean, what's different this time? And I said, well, there's only really one thing that's different is I know I'm whole and complete if this marriage breaks down. And I didn't know that in the first marriage. Ah. Uh. And then, like you say, that I had a lot of, in my first marriage, the reason why I got married was to feel whole and complete. Mm. And so I love that you bring that up because I, you know, if, if you had asked me, I, I wouldn't have been able to see it. And um, and today, you know, as yeah, that's that's it. It's like nothing can take away that wholeness and completeness, and the knowing, and and what I'm hearing in in in, in this creation that you're creating is you want to create a relationship from that place with someone who can meet you in that place, who then themselves are in that place. Yeah. You know, you know, you're making me think of something, Philip, is that going into that marriage, not feeling not definitely not who I am today. But what that did, though, was have me strive hard for to learn and accomplish. And I did. I accomplished a lot, like helped to co-create a global empire. Yeah. What was it? Will Was it willpower? I think it was it was everything it was trying to prove myself, uh, yeah. trying to be worthy, trying to yeah. be noticed, trying to be appreciated. Um, and I love learning. So there was a whole aspect of learning because in the beginning days, uh, you know, I was there was an incident where the sound system wasn't working. And 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 we were out and it was just only like maybe there were 40 people there and we were out in a remote area and we had promoters then and the promoters had left the site for a little while. And, the, it, you know, like the sound system was crackling and frustrating and he was at the front of the room and I was at the back of the room and I was the one who did everything. It was the two of us only. So he was speaking. And yeah, I was Tony, you're back. speaking about Tony Robbins. Yeah, I am. Yeah, he was at yeah, the yeah. beginning. 
And I can I can totally get it why you'd be so I mean, right now, if we were having sound problems, we'd be frustrated. But if, if there's nobody to fix it and there are 40 mm-hmm. people sitting there staring at you, you know, but um, I'm sitting at the back at a table and like a little p- picnic table. And back in the day, we had like a I don't even need the boom box kind of thing, you know, that you mm-hmm. carry around that big yeah. thing. And I had like a, a little valise full of cassette tapes. So you can tell it was like during the old days like cassette tapes. I would put put one in and put headphones on and rewind it to where he wanted me to play it again. And, and it was like, he would point at me and that was the time for me to play the music. And it was like, it was a two man show. And he got so frustrated in the middle of it. And he came storming down the aisle and he leaned over the table at me and screamed at me in in expletives, which I won't say here, but he said, he said, I want you to fix this sound system right now. And I said, Tony, I'm sorry, but the you know, I don't, I don't even, I don't know sound systems and the people are, and he said, listen to me, my job is from the front of the room and your job is effing everything else. You got that? And I was like, you know, he's six foot seven and this big guy. And I said, okay, okay. But I said to myself then, okay, I got it. And I, that was it for me. I was like, I, my, my job is everything else. So it was kind mm-hmm. of like a, like wow. in my anger, I said, okay, I'll show you, I'll do everything else and I'll be amazing at every, every other thing. So I did do everything else. And so I learned so much from that. And I want to get to the second part of your question. And that's the relationship thing. Cause I come to the table having already, I already know who I am. I already know what I'm capable of. I already accomplished all of those kinds of things. Now it's about the soul, you know, like now mm. it's about who, who, I bring a lot to the table now of like who I've become and my, the certainty I have in myself and the beauty of my document is it's truth about me. It's like, like I am a nurturer of humanity. I am a, a, I've all that came from all that time. And since then I've had many years now of being single and being, uh, you know, having my own developing my art and all of these things. I am ready. I'm ready. I think I'm ready for something. And, you know, there's there's so much power to just claim that and own that. I want to acknowledge you and also the courage it takes to just speak the way you do. And, and you know, you really occur to me as someone who's just so bold, vulnerable, authentic, and doesn't hold back. And, you know, that's that's so refreshing and so beautiful just to be here in your presence and witnessing that. Oh, thank you. It's been a journey. Wow, it's gosh. Not, I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not the, um, we're not our stories. We're not yeah, our you stories. Have, you have a remarkable story and a remarkable life. And, and that's also something to really appreciate and accept oh, for what you. it is. Yeah. That leads me into the Grand Canyon. Yes, I want to hear so, that. Yeah. So we, so it was a, a group of Hollywood people, all fancy people. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I don't know, like 10 of us or something maybe more. And we all went to, it was, you know, July at the Grand Canyon. We all hiked down in the 120 degree temperature and and it's like crazy. And everybody's having to carry and schlep all their own stuff. And usually everybody has all their assistants and everything. Of course, it was just the group. So we get to the bottom and now we're having to repackage all of our luggage and everybody's cranky and grouchy and it's hot and, you know, and all of that. Now it's time for the, the guides to tell us the rules of the river. And we're on the Grand Canyon where there are all these rapids and, and, you know, like serious rapids, like the highest level of, so you could get killed on those rapids. So they want us to take it seriously, what they're saying. And so they're telling us all the, the things about when we get to the 
campsites and, and all that kind of stuff. And then they said, okay, here's the most important thing. So as we're going through all these rapids and, and places on the river, there's a high probability that you're going to fall out of the boat. If you do fall out of the boat, you need to make your way to the side somehow and get out of the river and come and meet us way downstream for when we, wherever we can stop and, and pick you up. In other words, you need to participate in your own rescue. I was like, hmm. yeah, what a relevant thing to say. Yeah. I've used that in my life so many times. You must participate in your own rescue. It's like radical self-responsibility, ra radical self-rescue. Which creates radical self-respect. Yeah. And self-reliance. No one is going to save you. You know, there's a, there was another passage in that book, that one sentence, it just jumped at me. All I remember was Steve saying this to someone, no one is going to save you. You have to save yourself. I really heard that. Because it hurts to hear it at first. Yeah. Yeah. It actually, it's, it, it feels almost like you don't want to hear that. Well, like you're being abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It does. Because yeah. Like you have yeah. a baby and you're definitely, that baby is being cared for in every way right now. Yeah, that's true. We grew with that. I mean, we were, we started out that way and then to have to like. Be have to be an adult. <laughs> have to be an adult and to be unresponsible for myself now. Like nobody's coming to save me now. Nobody's going to rescue me now on any, you know? So yeah. I think back to the relationship thing, I think coming into a relationship already equipped with what we all, what we know, even now, like, because there'll always be a time when I'm always going to be expanding and growing and changing and learning. And so what I've said to myself in these last few years is, which I'm glad I did, because now that I am into this beautiful new tribe of people that are like my heart tribe, is that, okay, well, I'm not quite ready. I'm not quite ready because I've got more to learn, more to grow, more to, you know, I felt that way. Well, you could say that and then you have no courage to be in a relationship any longer because you're saying I'm not quite ready. I've got more to learn. I've got more to. But if not now, when? Something I'm also noticing in this conversation is I'm not quite ready becomes relevant when the possibility of being ready isn't really alive in you. To me, what I've, what I've discovered is the more the possibility becomes alive in yourself, the less you really care about readiness. And the more you start honoring your possibility over your readiness. And That's what good. I'm seeing, you know, in your, in your yeah. document is there's a whole level of readiness of willing to be seen. And so how I get to experience you as someone who honors your possibility of being that document over any story of readiness you may have. I think, thank you. I think that's, you're exactly right. You're going to be the first to know. <laughs> <laughs> and having said that, it is, well, another thing you say is, I am grace upon grace and my consistency compounds. What I got to hear in, in just what I shared with you is every day, every moment, you are creating yourself, either from yeah. your 
from you're either living from your past and the stories and the sum of the stories of your past or from the possibility of being this miracle that you are and the way that you bring that consistency compounds i want to hear it from you but i that's just really speaking to me right now is how consistency compounds in the face of putting possibility before your internal dialogue your feelings your thoughts your story of i'm not ready that when that poured out of me onto the page yeah. grace on grace yeah i remembered after writing that i remembered that i have a painting that is titled entitled grace upon grace and um it started i mean we all know the song amazing grace you know that saved mm. yeah a wretch or a soul like me. So there's that part. But then there's also that part of just living in, in uh, faith, faith and trust that all is well. You know, I stay in this space. It might, it's back to a, the bouncing between my document, the dance that happens, like my consistency compounds and, and I'm serving humanity in a more, in a more authentic way and with grace um, also, I know when you're doing investing, you invest mm-hmm. like a penny a day, and it's like that whole that whole yeah, story, like the, the compound interest. Yeah, compound interest. I mean, if you don't, if you if you don't tamper with the grace you've created, and you keep creating it in a positive way, it's going to explode into some miraculous thing that we that is as yet unknown. It's the wonderment, wow. yeah. and certainty, and the as yet unknown. Yeah. So built into my document has become like. It's like one thing supports the other and they just keep dancing with each other. If I'm, if I'm listening to it every, like every morning, every night and during the day, something will come up that they weave together in a whole different new tapestry. It's so beautiful. So amazing. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm, I'm taking this on. I'm going to integrate this in my document and the place for me where I want consistency to compound is integrity. Yes. So I want my integrity upon integrity, that I am integrity upon integrity and my consistency around integrity compounds. That's, wow. that's really where I want to build my muscles. I love um, that. I want to tell you one other thing Steve told me. Yeah. This is like my last session. or uh, You know what? He called and told me this. He said, you know what? Because I think he'd heard me say somewhere to someone that, that like an up, you know, like a spiral upward, you know, um, you can spy the consistency can go both directions. It can go forward and it can go downward. If you so consistently true. don't, right? If you consistently don't exercise, eat wrong, you know, those kinds of things. Absolutely. Well, and he said to me, Becky, here's the thing. He said, like, you could take you all in all, it could take you a year, two years to build a house, this positive version of consistency, but it could take an hour to burn it down. So when it's going downward, it goes faster than when it's so that's even more reason to stay consistent with what you're creating, mm-hmm. consistent in your integrity, consistent in your in, in your confidence and capability, stay consistent with what, what you're creating. Because we all know, I know, that a little bit of bad goes a long way mm-hmm. now with me. Like I yeah. don't, I don't tolerate it well because I know I'm creating all the time. 
So something starts to go sideways. It's up to me to stop it right then and there and be, all right, all right. It's just like the story, all the stories of, of the things that we all have stories, but you know, when you, I was just got off of another uh, zoom call with a bunch of women that I went to Italy with last year. And I was just noticing how somebody gets on a negative subject and everybody wants to get involved in the negative subject. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, this, this picked up speed so quickly. Like let's, you know, and let's like, it's, it's, it's a human condition. Yeah. If, if we're not aware of that, we tend to love to sensationalize stories, don't we? Like as, as human beings generally, and it requires a level of a, that when it feels so awful. Oh, we're just not aware, you know, like we, we just, we just don't know better. It's not really that we're, 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 we just haven't been trained and haven't developed ourselves as, a, as a species to be able to recognize the spiralness, and it's just what you're saying, how in one hour you can like, you know, bring yourself down. And, and it's to me that that's actually what your share is, is really one of the biggest blind spots humanity is facing today. And so you're really speaking to something that is so true for, for the collective and the possibility that we can be as a species is, is, people who who can bring that awareness and who can spiral upwards and since a little bit of that grace and that great yes i'm grace upon grace and my consistency compounds you being that that's the world is already a better place just Mm -hmm. you being that yeah and and you know like we often think oh how how what can we do? There's so much that needs to be done in the world. Well, you 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 be that. And I'm learning. Um, you're familiar with heart math, right? All the heart. I math am things. familiar with heart math. Yes, yes. Um, I I did a a, a like four week thing with a or whatever it was with a woman who's a coach for heart math, and the we were talking about some of the they're doing a like a global coherence initiative so the more people that are in coherence i should describe that it's when your eeg and Uh your ekg are in you know eeg and ekg are on the same same wavelength so to speak yeah and you've got what happens when you're in that space that that is a divine space that you're in because it's meant to be that way our hearts inform our brains right or then our brain informs our heart but we forget to do that because when you're in your heart, you're way more powerful than when you're just thinking. And we were talking about this global coherence initiative is that when enough people are all in the, the collective of enough people are in, in coherence, things can shift like drastically yeah. shift. And you could be the hundredth monkey, so to speak. You could be the one that causes things to shift. Even when we think that it's just me and what can I do? And like, I don't watch the news you know, but if I'm engaging in, in gossipy conversation, or I don't know that if I'm engaging in, in my own self pity about something Mm. or whatever, you know, like, and it compounds, then I become part of a much bigger problem than I ever even thought I would be part of. Or I could be a much bigger solution than I would ever even give myself credit for when I'm thinking like, well, I'm only one person. It's back to the Margaret Mead quote about uh, generalizing her. It's like, when one person can change the world, 
and and yeah, it's, yeah, that, that Margaret Thatcher. So, yeah, she, yeah, she said she said Margaret Thatcher never, said it or Margaret Mead. Oh, Margaret Mead. I remember it's never underestimate the power of a small group of committed people. That's right. I think it's Margaret Mead. So, Ma- Margaret Mead. Yes, um, something like. Um, that alone can change the world. It's the only thing yes. that ever has. And yeah. 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 Well, so here we have our marching yeah. orders. Yeah. Yeah. And what's, what's so important is to have, you know, people that can help you, right? When you spiral, because we do spiral. And so, you know, having people in your life. Um, this morning I woke up and I, I was spiraling down, Becky. I had this like, all of a sudden, this hit of insecurity, and um, on Wednesday, I'm preparing for um, a seminar, and uh, for some reason, my brain kicked in. You know exactly what you were saying. Like that was me this morning, and all of a sudden, I had a story saying that in order to prepare, I need to prepare handouts. Now, I've never prepared handouts for a, a seminar, but I wanted to. I was noticing that I. I I, I just made that story. And so all of a sudden I was like looking at my whole weekend, like being absorbed by all the handouts I have to do and then print them and bind them. And as I was noticing that I was in spiral, right? Like I could just feel in my body, something was out of integrity because if your heart and your and your head are not in alignment, it just, it's, it's a way to notice I'm out of integrity. I, I made one phone call and um, I have a dear friend called Rich Habits, who's also been a guest here on the show. And he's, uh, he just, yeah, I just said, Rich, I just, I just need, I just need five minutes of your time. Hear me out. Here's what I'm going through. And then he just said what he needed to hear. And, you know, I had forgotten that all I need to know is that I'll know what to do when I need to know what to do in the moment I need to know what to do. And the whole way just came off. I went back into my heart. And I recognize that everything I need for that seminar is already here within me. And I, all I need is a white canvas because that is exciting. That is fresh. And I can create from what is in the room and what's needed now. And that's all I need to know. I love yet that. I, yet I went through that. that whole experience. <laughs> and that was just this morning. So the importance of having people in your life that you can reach out to and get that kind of support is just incredible. It is, and especially if people are on the same page, you know, uh, um, yeah. of, of having learned what they've learned to get to this place of, um, I've never met a group of people like this before, and I've met a lot of people, and this this is a, a really unusual. Oh, it's, ex- it's ex- yeah. It's incredibly extraordinary, and also I feel like even though I haven't known you very long, like we're just like, like... Oh, there's there's um an ease. There's a way that we see the world. There's a language we speak there. But more importantly, there's something in our hearts where we just feel seen. Yeah. And it's and, yeah. trustworthy. Yeah. And and so when you when you get around more people like that, there's um there's magic that happens and, and there's so much aliveness. Yeah. And I think ultimately what, what, what we're really looking for is, is aliveness and bringing back aliveness into, into our lives. Like what you, and a a lightness. Yeah. 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 Take off. And, and, and and fun and enthusiasm. Yeah. I agree. I read a book. I want to refer to this back to the speaking thing. 
for a second because you're presenting in your seminar because um, before when I back in my former life back, yes. you know, when I would need to go out on stage and um, present something to a, a lot of people, I remembered that there was a woman who wrote a book called The Aquarian Conspiracy. And I hadn't read any of that book except for one part. I, I should read it. I wonder what it would, I would think of it now because it's been so long since I even heard of it. But it said, she said, when you don't know what to know, and when you don't know what to say, you know what to say. What she meant by that is to get every empty out so there's nothing in there and then mm. step out and let, let it flow through you. And I used to do that, like standing backstage and I would just like, um, now Ankush was asking me this recently. And I said, you know what? My advice only is just to do what I used to do. And then you just have to know your content well enough, which you do for your seminar. You know the right. content. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's, yeah. And you know what the outcome is you'd like to have at the end of it. That's yeah, all you need. That's to all know. I need. That's yeah, all you I, need. That's it. And, and I, I need to be a stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just say, okay, okay, pour through me, like angel calling all angels, you know, walk out on the stage and I was right there, you know, yeah. and it, and it came through me because I was not in my head. But yeah. Yeah. And, and in that moment, it seems like the scariest thing in the world because you're going to, you're going to mess it up. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's, there's actually a book yeah. by, by, by a comedian called Mark, um, Carl C's that's called, I, I hope I mess this up. And, and, and it's, it's, it's such a great, um, it's just brings so much comedy and lightness to this and much more. I just give myself permission. Um, also in coaching sessions or in conversations, there are times where I don't know what to say and I just don't know what to say. And so I'll just say, I don't know what to say right now. So I'm just going to be quiet. That quietness can go on for a long minute or two. Mm. And I have zero pressure, need, or anything. I just allow myself to be fully accept, to fully accept the fact that I don't know what to say. I don't know where to take this conversation right now. So I'm just going to get quiet and see what comes to me. Like the permission to do that allows the other person to see that, oh, well, let me let me kick back as well because the, see what see what see what wants to come through us, and I think when we can give ourselves more permission to to accept that we don't know, we get to see how much we do really know. I think that's the definition of faith. Yeah, that's that's it, isn't it? And isn't that the title of um, the painting that you most recently um, posted on? On I, I saw a. This beautiful, beautiful picture, the painting that you did of almost like an embrace of a man and a woman, the, the leap of faith, I think it was called. Is that correct? Uh, do you mean what I just posted? Yeah, what you just posted. Oh, it's it's in process, actually. It's it's half may half income. Yeah, it's it's like like yeah. a little behind behind the scenes of the artist. You right, get to get, yeah, you're getting uh, you're getting a glimpse of what a it glimpse, is. yeah. And and I did put that's actually the name of a whole painting, another whole painting, which is right behind me. But um, yeah, leap of faith. But it is yeah. a leap of faith when you get into a, a place where where you don't know what to say. And once you can just, like you said, I think that's brilliant. Is close your eyes and just be quiet and let empty of nothing. You know, have be in the nothing, be in the nothingness for for a minute, 
and just yeah. trust what's going to come through, which is, which is a, in addition to my document, my original document didn't say I am wonderment and certainty in the as yet unknown. Hmm. There's so much, there's so much depth, so much to uncover in, in, in your document. I'm going to um, make a request if we can have your document in the show notes of this episode. I would love for, for people to be able to, to see it and to access it. And um, I'm going to go back to it myself as well. I, I mm, feel like that's, you. it's, it's the kind of document every time I read it, I see something, something new and something different. And there's also someone I want to acknowledge here and um, which I want to give you really the space to acknowledge. And that's Alan Thompson for um, mm. the artificial, artificial intelligence he's he brought into your document, which really um, kind of blew my mind how he created that. I'd love to hear just your story about what, how did that even come to life? It was like a miracle. Like I saw that he did, I, I think he posted one on Facebook of his own document. Yeah. And I asked Steve, I said, wow, how, how could I make that? How can I get that to happen? Naively, I asked that question mm-hmm. because I mean, he's the one and only Alan D. Thompson. You know, it's like, so anyway, Steve said, I think you should call him and ask him. And I, this is a text message at night. And I said to Steve, oh my gosh, first of all, he's in Australia. So it was a whole different time zone. I said, Oh my gosh, I know. Do you think that would be okay? And Steve said, yes, call him, call him now. So I did. I can tell you exactly. I was sitting on the couch. It was dark here. So it must've been morning there. And I, and I said, you know, I would love, I would love if you would do, how do I, how do I ask you for that? And how do I reciprocate? Cause I want to support, you know, I just, how do mm-hmm. I do that? And so He's, he was so, he said, no problem. Send me your document, record it in your voice and then send me a paper and document. So he, with all of his amazing brilliance and the whole atmosphere of artificial intelligence and his desire to use it for good. Um, he, I, I now know how the, it's a, the, this big massive program you put the, it's called a prompt. You just put something like a text message, you know, put a your document in he said, oh, choose your avatar. So it was like a bunch of different looking people and cha- cha- choose the accent. You know, it can be anything. So I, he said, you might want to choose a British accent. So I did. I just choose, chose a guy and it was a British accent. It is so amazing because I listen to it before I get out of bed in the morning and while it's still dark in my bedroom. And I just turn that on and it's like the most amazing start to my day. It's the most mm-hmm. amazing start to my day. And out of that, what some really fun things have happened because um, Alan asked if I would, ah, this is such a cool thing. He asked if he could use one of my paintings as the cover for his book and that he's going to be releasing his oh, next wow. book. I know. So my art is going to be on the cover of his book. So wow, that is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been really fun, and he chose my art to be. He posted this on our Facebook page, but he he chose my art to be on a there at a presentation that he did um, just these last few days in Belgium, and so it's been a fun, fun. Um, so many, so, so, so many, so many amazing miracles that that are right? just, just happening through, and I. Recently saw that you're also going to be going to Mumbai. I am going there. The ultimate experience, India. 
I'd love to hear like how where did that come from? You know what? I think since since all of since I've thrown myself full body into this whole experience of this and mm-hmm. and really am doing everything I can to grow and embody this stuff, um, things are just happening for me and coming. Yeah. Coming for me. And one of those was um I I got Steve asked me if I'd be willing to, he knew that I'd been to India several times and I love India and the people. And so when I, they were going to first talking about doing an event over there, he asked me if I would help Ankush, if there's anything I needed that he needed that I could help him with. And then that turned into um, getting a phone call from Ranjan, which um, I spoke with him yesterday when getting a phone call from him. And in the phone call, he said, are you coming to India? I hope you'll come to India. So he said, I would, I would love it. And he said, I've been following you and listened to all your videos. There's some videos that I did like a year or two ago on my website. And he said, I've listened to everything about you. And I've been studying you for all these years. And like, he said, but would you be willing? I hope you're coming to Mumbai. So I said, let me give me a couple of days to figure out if I can, if I can do that. And so I thought about it and thought like, just go Becky. I'm like, why would you not want to go to mm-hmm. that event? So I said, so I got back in touch with him and I said, I'm going to come to, to the event. And then about, I don't know, three weeks ago or something, two weeks ago, um, he asked me if I would be willing to speak at the event. And so <laughs> what am I going to say except for yes, especially after everything we've been so talking good. about. So good. So, so good. Fun. So I'm going to be on a panel with Gary Mahler and um, Aluk. How do I say his last name? Oh, yes. I actually, I actually, um, I know who you're speaking at and I, I don't know how to um, I, I can't tell you um, from memory either, but I, I I have a picture of who that is. Yes. Yes. Please put it in the show notes. I feel bad that I can't say it right this minute. I can't go check my phone. <laughs> That's um, okay. Anyway, but yes. we are all going to be on a panel and, and um, Ranjan's going to moderate the panel. He just told me this last night. So he's going to be asking us questions. Oh, great. Great. It'll be really well, fun. Um, regrettably, I will not be at that event, oh, but I would I love to. Oh, I, I, I would love to, to, to to be there of course and um i will you know look forward to to watching the recording of that and if it's if it's live stream then then that would also be a, oh, be a great so way cool. so so maybe um for more people who can find out about that event um what would be um what would be the best way if people listening to this podcast how could they how could they know more about the ultimate experience in in um, in India? On the Facebook page for the Ultimate Coach Facebook page, all the details have been the Ultimate Coach um, dot com and um, the Ultimate Coach Facebook page. Yes. And also, how can people um, find out more about you, Becky? Your website is beckyrobbins.com. Yep, that's and, it. And um, on Instagram, the videos on Instagram. What what's your Instagram account? It's- my Instagram is everything Becky. Everything Becky. Okay, we're putting those in the show notes as well. And um, is there anything you would like to say or add before we complete our conversation today? Mm. Wow, it's just been so fun to be with you and talk with you and feel like we're expanding consciousness and and love and grace in the world. You know, all of us together because it takes one. It takes a tribe. And I'm just grateful to be part of this amazing tribe of people. And I love so, that. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for saying. And I'm so grateful for you, for the way that you're expanding, for the way that you are embodying that leap of faith, for the way that you showed up today, every day. And you're, what I'm really taking with me is this 
consistency that you bring in this compound consistency and um what a gift i'm i'm really um, taking that on and feel that my being has expanded from that distinction and from this conversation uh, if you. and to our listeners if you too feel there's something that in you has expanded shifted opened up we would love to hear from you connect with us um you can write to either of us through facebook and we always love to let, to hear from our listeners and thank you so much for uh, for being with us during this conversation and i look forward to the next one becky it has been a delight thank you so much thank you philip i appreciate you talk to you soon talk to you soon bye thank you for listening if you know someone who would benefit from today's conversation please share this podcast with them also We invite you to visit theultimatecoachbook.com so you can continue your personal exploration of being. There you will find links to join our wonderful community, get your own copy of The Ultimate Coach Book, and more. Simply go now to www.theultimatecoachbook.com. That's www.theultimatecoachbook.com. The link is also available in the show notes. We appreciate your support. Be blessed. Be you.